6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. As you heard live right here on 6.30 Chet yesterday afternoon, Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer, found guilty of second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and manslaughter in the death of George Floyd, a black man who died after Chauvin, a white well, at the time, uh, a former po- a police officer, knelt on his neck for more than nine minutes during an arrest on May 25th, 2020. The verdict came on day two of the jury delibera- deliberations after just 10 hours. Minneapolis uh, was really bracing for uh, potential violence. Thousands of National Guard members, police and sheriffs were in the city, are in the city to make sure that the peace was kept. Now, after the verdict was read, there were cheers and what some described as a quiet joy that enveloped the city. Janelle Klein is a reporter with NBC affiliate CARE 11 News in Minneapolis. And Janelle is who we have turned to through uh, the past year for uh, for commentary and to keep us up to date on what is happening. Janelle, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Taylan. Appreciate you having me. Janelle, tell us about uh, yesterday. We carried the verdict live. It was, you know, and as I said at the at the time, I think people who uh, had gone through, you know, uh, and, and and witnessed uh, the Rodney King trial, certainly, um, and, and a number of other trials over the past number of years, there was this anticipation, uh, almost a fearful anticipation of, of what could happen depending on the verdict. Tell us what Minneapolis was like yesterday. Yeah, unquestionably, a lot of just worry and consternation among both officials, but also the public, especially after what happened in in the wake of George Floyd's killing last May. As you remember, so much damage done to the city and officials have spent the past year preparing for it to happen again. As you mentioned, a lot of different law enforcement agencies, in addition to 3,000 National Guard troops, were on standby for the verdict. And I think everyone truly was prepared for the worst. Um, And then the verdict came in. And as you all heard, as you were listening to it being read live, it was stunning. I don't think many people expected that he would be found guilty on all three counts. And I think it was also a surprise at how quickly that jury came back. Just 10 hours of deliberation. They didn't ask a single question of the judge. They didn't ask for any clarification whatsoever. They came back with... uh, I think what many would say was a very surprising verdict and yet one that was extremely welcome to the community. Janelle, um, a lot of uh, my listeners have been wondering about how he could be convicted on all three charges. I mean, I, I think here, you know, you, you get charged with one charge, first degree murder, second degree murder, degree murder, manslaughter. And so I think people were just wondering about all three charges having been laid and what it means that he's found guilty on all three. Can you explain that at all? Yeah, it is a complicated case. And and that's been one thing that's been difficult for people involved in this case to explain to the public just how, I guess, nuanced these charges are. Obviously, there was premeditation not involved so that immediately ruled out first degree murder. Um, But the idea that he would be and could be charged with both second-degree murder and third-degree murder. And then in addition, that manslaughter charge was key. And if you remember, initially, prosecutors 
did charge Derek Chauvin with third-degree murder, then had that charge removed by the judge, and then that charge was added back, in part because prosecutors feared that without giving the jury several different options that he may not be convicted of anything. So, again, for them to come back uh, and find him guilty of all three of those charges is absolutely stunning and and as we look at now ahead to the guidelines for sentencing that's also going to be very interesting to keep an eye on because you know again difficult to explain those guidelines to people but there absolutely will be a case made by prosecutors that Derek Chauvin should receive more than what the standard guidelines are for all three of these charges. And I think the, I think I read yesterday that the the maximum sentence for the the the, um, uh, the the most serious charge I think carries up to 40 years. Is that correct? That is correct. So the guidelines in a typical case would be 12 and a half years or so. And then of course you have to consider would those sentences for each of those three charges run concurrently or consecutively. But in this case, we fully expect prosecutors to request an upward departure from those guidelines and that yes, he could receive 30 or even 40 years instead. And interestingly enough, part of the reason that prosecutors are gonna ask that is because in cases where a felony like this is committed in the presence of a child, that is often the case. They will ask for that upward departure in cases involving children. And if you remember, Darnella Frazier, the young woman who was a high schooler at the time that recorded that video seen around the world, brought her nine-year-old cousin two cup foods that night. And so she and the little girl that she brought both witnessed that case, excuse me, both witnessed George Floyd's murder. And that nine-year-old girl testified as part of this court case. And that is part of the reason prosecutors called that little girl, because they wanted to establish that this was a crime committed in front of a child. Janelle Klein joining us this afternoon from Minneapolis. So tell us about what it was like in Minneapolis last night, what it is like there today, the feeling on the street, what you're hearing from people. It was just an electric atmosphere. I think having the jury come back with a decision so quickly was completely unexpected to everybody involved. And so when we got the word uh, that they had made a decision, we didn't have a lot of lead time. They reached the decision, the court announced that, and then also said that they would read the decision within the hour. So Uh it was just extremely tense. Um, Many people were just leaving downtown Minneapolis. In fact, there was an absolute traffic jam downtown as people tried to get out of the city, fearing that if the verdict didn't turn out as many had hoped that there could be repercussions and aftermath for that. My team was at 38th in Chicago in George Floyd Square where the murder happened and hundreds of people gathered there. And again, just the tension in the air, the hope, the worry, the anxiousness was just palpable in the air. And when that verdict came through and it was read aloud, it was just a rush of emotion, cheering and screaming and crying and just this absolute exhalation, I think, for people who had been sort of holding their breath through this whole trial. Uh, And again, that all three charges uh, were found as a conviction was just such a shock and such um, a welcome surprise to the crowd there. 
a huge uh, moment for the state of Minnesota and I think actually um, the nation as a whole and I heard someone describe uh, what happened yesterday um, they said Minnesota is going to be a beacon for America and I think a lot of people will be looking uh, to the state to see um, what continues to happen and I know today the Justice Department announced an investigation into the Minneapolis Police uh, Department there has been a long history there of of challenges with the police department and the community. Um, what are they going to be looking into? Well, it's really interesting that the, the Department of Justice came out with this announcement the day after the verdict was read. And city officials are saying publicly that they welcome this. The mayor, the city council, and even the police department itself is saying they welcome this investigation. What they're going to be looking at is how the department handled investigations into past incidents, particularly those involving uh, black defendants. And I think that is something that's long overdue. But I also think the investigation will undoubtedly include the culture of the Minneapolis Police Department. And that really goes to the heart of uh, many of the problems that we've seen. As you said, a very difficult history for many, many years between the community and the police department, in particular, the black community. And I think the Department of Justice wants to make sure that some of the things we've seen in the past with this department don't happen again. And as you said, Jalen, I think this is also an opportunity for Minneapolis to be an example. And many people will say that the George Floyd verdict was not justice, but it was accountability. And I think for police officers and for law enforcement across the country and across the world, they understand that there needs to be change and that there is accountability on the other side when things like this happen. Janelle, always appreciate your time and your insight. Um, let's talk again in about uh, eight weeks' time when uh, when Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, is sentenced. Thank you for joining me once again this afternoon. Thanks, Jalen. Appreciate it. Take care. Janelle Klein, who is a reporter in Minneapolis with the NBC affiliate there, CARE 11 News.